Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 264, and today we'll be talking about the intro for Steven Universe Future. I'm GC13. And I'm David. So, we're doing it. We're recording an episode about 20 seconds of intro. I think this is probably the most packed 20 seconds of Steven Universe we've ever had to discuss before, so... It will definitely be longer than a 20-second discussion. I mean, yeah, even without going frame by frame, there's so much excitement around not just the intro, but about the news we've heard to go along with it. For those who aren't keeping fully up, Steven Universe Future is not Season 6 of Steven Universe. It is a quote-unquote new series. They're calling it a limited series, so... Longer than a miniseries, but they still know about how many episodes they want to make out of this bad boy. And they have a story they're going to tell us. The thing that I'm interested to know, and every fan I'm sure is interested to know, is the length of this quote-unquote limited series. Because there's, on one side of the spectrum, an Infinity Train length limited series. Ten episodes doesn't feel like enough to cover hardly even the, like, what, five different villains we see uh, in this new intro. And then somewhere longer than that, well, I'm not exactly sure what the upper limit would be because everything I've seen in recent history on Cartoon Network that's been called a limited series is not very long. You know, I'm thinking of the multiple eight episode rounds of specials that they did for Adventure Time and then, of course, Infinity Train. So if this is going to be something different, it's something completely new, something entirely new. But of course, Cartoon Network has always taken uh, risks with formats with Steven Universe. It's been where they flex their most experimental arm before, weirdly enough, between the Steven bombs and the movie. So I'm interested to see how long this is, because there is a huge promise of story just in these 20 seconds. So if you haven't been keeping up with the news releases... This is apparently going to be the end of Steven Universe, once once Steven Universe Future is done. And it's going, they say, you know, Steven is going to be doing, helping a lot of people out with their problems, but then he's going to run out of those and he's going to have to start fixing his own problems. <laughs> I loved how absolutely awful that sounds for Steven. That made me think a lot about how Steven's journey kind of did feel complete after the movie. So... It made me wonder what else he has to deal with internally. He's already accepted his identity as Stephen and not his mom, but it does seem like problems from his mom continue to linger on and on. So it's either related to that or there's some other new insecurity or personal problem that I can't really think of at the moment that Stephen's going to have to deal with. It will probably develop over the course of the series. And yet the most important development already happened because finally Steven is in dark mode. Hashtag 2019 dark mode. I'm so happy that his shirt is now black. I think there's a little bit of controversy online. Some people like it. Some people don't. I'm definitely on the side that loves it. I mean, I absolutely loved Mr. Universe back when he was rocking the black shirt gold star. So, I mean, I liked the I liked the blue shirt from the movie, but I mean, you got to go with the original, right? Well, let's face it, it probably has a canonical reason, too, which is all of the merch that was the Red Stars were maybe the smaller size shirts that Greg had. And now yeah. Steven needs the larger black shirts. I mean, so I'm just I've been staring at the screen with the, the, the bad guy lineup, you know, <laughs> like we got like we got from earlier and prior theme songs. But so everybody, everyone's seeing Jasper like right there at the front line there. And I'm wondering. 
Are these all people who will be continual antagonists, or what I'm thinking, are these people who come to have some crisis that Stephen has to avert? Like, you know, Jesper is, you know, doing okay, and by doing okay, I mean tamping her feelings down, tamping her feelings down until it, they just explode out, and then her eyes start glowing, and Stephen has to friendship her. Yeah, I mean, just in this still, we see at least two characters that we are already, well, one of them we think of as redeemed, and the other one we've at least seen as okay. White Diamond appears to be going nuts in this, and she's very pink in hue, but it's very, you know, it, it it's un- inarguably White Diamond, because it's White Diamond's yeah. hair and White Diamond's cape, but something weird's going on with her, and I'm not really sure if that view of White Diamond is actually in the Steven Universe future or in the Steven Universe past. Makes me kind of wonder how White Diamond could really have a crisis of her own here. But Jasper, we saw her in Change Your Mind as at least being in the healing pool. And I don't know. I mean, she could have unresolved feelings. But think about the fact that two years passed between that scene and then the movie. And Jasper wasn't a problem during the movie. I mean, Maybe she could have fled Earth sometime right after Change Your Mind and just hasn't been seen by any of the Crystal Gems or Steven in a while. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see if she's the one rounding out, rounding up all of these other villains or if they are mostly fine. And like you said, they are suddenly having problems. Steven has to help wrap up. Yeah, Jesper is a mystery, but I will point out that White Diamond's nose is glowing and looks like it's shaped about the same as Jasper's nose. So that is maybe a... they fuse? Like, they could bring out all sorts of awful stuff in each other. Fusing is a theme in this, because of course we have the horrible conglomerate of Cactus Stevens that I'm not sure how that got created. It makes me think a lot about the shard experiments that we saw, obviously, pre-Cluster. And to think that some gems, Jasper or anyone else, wants to start doing biological experiments, you know, on organic life, is totally creepy and gets me really excited. We also see that it looks like Ruby and Aquamarine fused. I can't think of who else would be this Aquamarine with brown hair that we see. And then, of course, there's two Lapises in the background, which aren't fused here, but with everything else going on, it seems like fusion might be a theme again. And then, of course, there's that big guy. I don't know what his deal is. I saw at least one person kicking around the idea that maybe that is Steven. But I see more people like, oh, no, no, this guy's totally like Sneeple-type stuff, mind-controlling the other people. And, you know, his eyes do glow differently than theirs. So that there might be something to that. There's no gem on it that we see. And, of course, I've always wanted something that seemed like a cluster-level threat or something that required the cluster. I know that the enemies of the gems and and those kinds of questions about the gems are probably still not going to be addressed in Steven Universe future, but but yet that giant worm crazy horned creature makes me think that maybe we're going to see some kind of space demon that is unrelated to the actual gems biologically anyway. It'd be interesting. I mean, I'd be down for that. Right? I would be so down for that. And it looks like since it's in the background and it's the largest thing, it might be the biggest bad of the bunch for this epilogue i mean basically i'm i'm super keen to learn about all of these guys but you know probably the the biggest thing the thing that excited me the most about seeing this intro you know what it was spinel they put spinel into the intro yes absolutely i have no idea i mean like we just talked about with episode length 
I can't, we, we need so much more development on Spinell now, right? And it seems like her presence, it'll be really hard for her just to be a background character without fans feeling really sad about it because we want to see her grow so much. And she was obviously a fan favorite character of just producing so much fan art after the movie came out. So yeah. uh, between all the villains they have in Spinell. She is such a scene stealer. Yeah, she's like small in the intro just on um, Yellow's shoulder or whatever. But I feel like every time she shows up on screen, she's going to produce decades worth of fan art and fan animation and squealing. So, yeah. And then, of course, we have the Nephrite crew down there. The uncorrupted gems just bring me such nostalgic waves of all of our old Monster of the Week episodes. And now they're actual people that will have voice actors and will get to see some kind of character development from them. Really interested to see how Steven and the other gems interact with them, especially since most, if not all of them, are old crystal gems, except for, well, the Nephrites that you mentioned, who were obviously homeworld soldiers. But they're happy to kick it on Earth. That's where they've been kicking it for the past 5,000 years. Yeah, those interactions are going to be really interesting. And yet, I'm not sure how it all connects between all these villains and the possible fusion theme. And also the theme of Steven finding personal growth. There is a ton to juggle. And, uh, you know, maybe in 20 or 30 episodes, they can do that in a satisfactory way. If it is really closer to that longer length, that's really exciting because we just get another little epilogue show. Yeah. And probably another another big thing that tons of people have been excited about. Nanifoy has upgraded her personal security detail. <laughs> Yep, that integration of gems and humans has come to a perfect conclusion with Ruby Guards finally (laughs) getting to have their purpose be more meaningful than the terrible scouting job we saw them do back in, you know, season three. I withdraw all objections to Nanafwa taking the job of mayor just so that we can have the Rubies be doing that guard position on her in the (laughs) intro. Well, I don't know what objections you had, because I always thought that Mayor Dewey was not a good mayor. So basically anyone was a good replacement. What do you mean? He was the best possible mayor. <laughs> like, do you think Nanifa would have been out there with that garden hose during Ocean Jet? No, she would not have. You Only know, Mayor Dewey loves his town enough for that. I appreciate a man who can throw away all common sense and embrace <laughs> the impossible and, you know, go against all the odds and believe he can fill up the ocean after it's gone. That is a inspirational mayor. I do agree with that. Uh, I mean, just it just warms my heart seeing, you know, because we always have them passing by the big donut in each intro and just warms my heart to see all the gems there now. Ronaldo and PD hanging out. Well, like even Onion Space on top of the big donut has finally been taken by the ice monster that we saw. Yeah, the, the mysterious, mysterious gem. Mm hmm. That's okay. He's creeping out underneath the table now. (laughs) Yeah, we probably won't have any crazy revelations about Onion this season, but I would love for that to be thrown in in Steven Universe future, an explanation for why Onion hasn't grown. But I think they like keeping Onion mysterious and weird. I hope they take that further slightly this time. So also that animation looks hot, hot, hot in this intro. Do you think that the overall production quality is going to be higher? on this limited series? Well, I mean, if you have storyboarders, who, a lot of them at least, are getting very experienced with their roles, and if you have budget to kick around to get more 
more hours at the animation studio, then you could go crazy. That's what I'm hoping for. Like, between the movie and now, if Cartoon Network had, you know, given this thing, this little project, a little bit of a monetary boost, that'd be really cool. They might have only done it just to make the intro look cool, but man, the intro also looks really cool. The whole rotating camera that they do for the, you know, Steven and the Crystal Gems running just looks beautiful. And obviously, even the way they just pop up saying we, 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 we looks really great. And of course, since I've been listening to so much of the Steven Universe, the movie soundtrack, familiar. Why is this so (laughs) familiar? I mean, it's just the movie came out a month ago and I already feel super nostalgic for it because the soundtrack is so good. So obviously this is great. It's only been like, what, a month? But now hearing that song, I'm already like, oh, wow, all those warm memories of the Steven Universe movie. And I'm sure we'll be thinking that every time we see this intro play. I do like that they chose to use a different song instead of the original. I mean, as much as we all kind of wanted a new intro for a while of, you know, We Are the Crystal Gems again with, you know, Lapis and Peridot added. I think this version gives Steven Universe future a good different feel. And of course, Peridot's inclusion of re-singing the the title again at the end is wonderful. I mean, that's, that's Peridot right there, really. Yes. So all in all, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, obviously we didn't get a time that the new limited series is going to be coming out, but dropping the intro on us was a pretty good way to generate some hype. So hopefully it comes out sooner rather than later. I mean, the original series started airing in November. That would be thrilling if they were to start airing Steven Universe Future on perhaps the sixth anniversary of the first Mm. episode of steven universe question mark i mean that would be wonderful at worst though i think what the longest hiatus we've ever had in steven universe was only eight or nine months at worst right so we should be expecting steven universe universe future to drop at least in spring of 2020 but at absolute latest fall 2020 but i don't expect it to be that far I'm going to predict right now, the Cartoon Network does something for the anniversary of Steven Universe's first episode. Either they start airing Steven Universe Future, or they do a, here's a sneak peek at the upcoming series and air the first episode, or they at least put the first episode up on the app. They got to do something. I think at this point, Cartoon Network has also proven that they care about this show and they have given it so many opportunities and obviously let the crew kind of do just about everything that they've wanted. So I think that Steven Universe Future is going to continue to get a decent level of love and respect from Cartoon Network, even if it isn't in the traditional way that we used to expect of regular airing slots and stuff. It might all be a lot more digital promotion and, uh, you know, really relying on that app and stuff. I really don't know what other ways Cartoon Network is reaching out beyond its app if it has any other kind of YouTube or like I don't follow the Cartoon Network Instagram or anything to see how hard they push those avenues but I'm assuming they're going to do it pretty hard for this. Basically they post the same stuff to Twitter and Instagram and they'll post clips of stuff to YouTube. Also we're getting that oh in the meantime even before this series comes out we're going to get that art book which commemorates the end of the era of the old Steven Universe. That will be something to look forward to in the meantime. But yeah, hey, with with Cartoon Network having the 8 o'clock time slot back from Adult Swim for a little while, they 
have started putting the Steven Universe reruns in there on Saturday, at least. So that'll be nice. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that kind of builds up an expectation and we can get some good premiere slots soon. Yeah, it almost seems like that's in anticipation, like airing this almost shonen anime type, you know, epilogue series and doing it at the normal time that uh, Adult Swim or Toonami would start. That's cool. What are we going to call this? Are we going to stick with Steven Universe ship it in like we had all been <laughs> anticipating? I saw one person propose Steven Universe Alien Force. And I kind of like that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for Steven Universe to have all the <laughs> bastardizations that Ben 10 had. But, um, you know, I liked Alien Force. So I guess we'll just have to feel that one out, guys. Join us next week, though. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to leave us a like on YouTube or a review on Apple Podcasts. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.